You go. Oh, yeah. No, you like to say something like, it's burning up or something, yeah, do you? Yeah, no, it is. It's like we've contracted COVID. It's burning up in here. It's getting so hot. Welcome to the burner phone. We bought ourselves a phone. It's got a number. And if you want that number, you can text burner phone 4487. Uh, call and leave us a message. We clear a message every day. Now, it's the one message that the phone message, the time that I enjoy clearing the phone messages. Normally they back up. Every now and again, someone will leave a message in it and you'll get that text reminder going, you have eight new messages. And you're like, I'll get to those at some stage. Never a good time, is it? Maybe actually, should we clear our personal voicemail? Oh, yeah, going to be a I'll mad see- dog, man. I think I just did mine over the weekend, actually. So I haven't I'll, done it in ages. I'll bank some up. I, I love it too when you're like, hey, it's such and such. Then you just go straight to that number five. <laughs> straight to number five. <laughs> Delete. <laughs> straight to five. <laughs> I'm going to... Um, well, I think like, by now, if it was from two months ago, you would have got hold of me. <laughs> Five. <laughs> Whatever message that you've given me. You have no messages. Oh. To send a message. Oh. I don't even have any messages to Oh, mate, you've done it. You're all over it. All to right. Be honest, to be honest, I'm not that popular when it comes to my phone. The only people I communicate with on my phone regularly, you, producer B-Hubs, Joel, our other producer, and my wife, Jen. Yeah. Sometimes Annie, my mum calls. Oh yeah, you look quite, you love yeah yeah you talk to your mum quite often, don't you? you yeah, do. I talk to her regularly. My uh, kids, my kids now too. I get a lot, of, you know. Now that they've both got phones for you know security and you know going out and about and just being able to contactable, they're they're pretty good. I don't know what your kids are like at texting, but Oscar, my son, very abrupt. Okay, when I will say like, "Hey, mate, how's school been today? Have you had a good day? Good." Oh, you're, t- you're texting yeah. him at school, so that's your thing. No one wants your dad pestering him. Yeah. <laughs> I said, hey, man, I'll be, I'm just going to finish this. I'll be picking you up soon. He's, he's just gone, A-L-R. All right. Oh, yeah. A-L-R. Yeah, yeah. that's right. All right. Very minimal comms. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, boys, boys too, you know, like generally, generally. not always the best in that sort of communication no. vibe. Um, yeah. <laughs> they aren't. So. Uh, anyway, we're going to clear the, uh, the burner phone message today. Let's have a listen. Who's left one? Next new voice message received today at 10. 33 a.m. Hi, John and Ben. It's Hamish here. I'm the Kiwis in Australia. So, actually, you've got an international phone call here. Oh! I was wondering if Jono could finish off his red chair story that he never finished on Graham Norton Ooh. back in, I think, 2016 or 2017. Thank you very much. Um, it's, thanks. This is Hamish. Bye. I couldn't, I couldn't get the last part of that. But uh, you want to just finish the uh, grab? Hey, the, thank you. Firstly, hello to our international audience. Yeah. Uh, of one. We'll take that. We'll take that. <laughs> yeah, that's it's great. great. That's great. Yeah. We've got John. We haven't heard from John for a while. but John, John and, the Kiwi. Is John the Kiwi still with us? In Portland. Uh, yeah. You know, he's our US correspondent. We like to we like to talk to him from time to time. Thank you for listening to... We actually caught up and had a coffee with John when he was we here. We did. Actually, uh, John yeah. from Portland. Um, uh, so you read Cheer Story. Um, sorry, yes, but do we, do we have ever said... Oh, I can't remember. Was it good? Because you want to use the story of... Was it the circumcised one? But it wasn't. Was that uh, what you were going to use? Yes. But do you want to say it or not? I don't mind saying. Yeah, it. Yeah, I don't mind saying. But it was your story, eh? Yeah, it was. Like okay, a, it was I'll, a friend I'll, of. Yeah, the, no, I'll be completely honest. It was your. I had to borrow one of your stories because I didn't have a story. Yeah, but we can just talk through that. That's fine. Um. Yeah. No, I never got to. Uh, I never got the chance to tell my story on the red chair. This is many years ago. If you if you're new to the uh, the burner phone, uh, Ben and myself went on Graham Norton's red chair. 
It was a pretty surreal experience. There was an amazing lineup of uh, people on that night. On the couch, there was Tom Cruise, there was Emily Blunt, there was Charlie Theron, uh, Seth MacFarlane, who's a creative family guy, was on there. Coldplay, Graham Norton. Yeah, I mean, this he was, was an amazing couch, and we were standing back backstage with a whole lot of people uh, about to go on the red chair, being uh, you know part of that and there was no guarantees uh, that whatever we said was going to make the edit was going to get on telly because we all we needed was a shot of us on the red chair for something we were filming and uh the graham norton production team they couldn't have been more welcoming they were very we're like why are you being so nice anyway they were lovely and so we you were on there first the john always comes before before ben and you we, we decided like everything we're in matching sort of uniforms, our sort of uniforms that look kind of like prep school uniforms, I guess, school uniforms that we were wearing. And as yeah, you sat like down... an elitist privileged school. <laughs> yeah. Yes. As you sat down on the chair, Seth MacFarlane from Family Guy, uh, he had the, the sort of lever that could flip you backwards. And he just said, as soon as you sat down, he went, hey, nice prep school uniform, after pretty much you'd said, hi, Graham. And then he flipped you straight away. Didn't even hear anything. No. And so then, after he just said, nice prep school uniform, I had to sit in directly after you wearing a nice prep school uniform yeah so i quickly took my put my blazer off and save in face. the moment to save face but so, it brought the house down it did it actually mm. got a good laugh actually that the, just taking yeah. a jacket off got a good laugh and then i said hey because he was doing a movie about sheep i was like hey we've come from new zealand mm. uh we love you know we heard about the sheep and he's like all right let this guy talk so i got to say my story which is actually a true story about how i accidentally put Super glue in my granddad's eye. It was on top of the fridge. I grabbed it and thinking it was the eye ointment they was meant to have and then realised too late. That would put... But, you know, why are they keeping one next to the other? <laughs> I know. And they look very similar. In your defence. Like, as soon as people were, like, panicking around and go, what's going on? I was like, man, look, 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 look I was trying to show <laughs> They're everyone. like, not now. <laughs> like this. Like, yes, we get it, but can we just granddad, deal? look at this. And he was like, I can't see. Like, How can I look at this? <laughs> look at this. They're the same. So that's, yeah. He's like, that's not bringing me any comfort right now. So I got to tell my story, got to the end of the story, but then Seth MacFarlane still flipped me. I didn't get to walk. I didn't mm. get to walk holding my head up high. I so found the interesting thing too about the red chair is when you get flipped the producers say listen the flipping's not as violent as it appears yeah. on tv so you actually you have to kick your legs up so it looks like you've been thrusted back at a high rate of knots you kind of fall on some sort of soft sort of airbed type thing yeah then you, you get right? rolled off and then yeah. back out the beat kicked out the back and that's the cruel harsh world of telling a story on the red chair but you know i never got to tell my story in full transparency mm -hmm. you've already i don't think we've talked about this have we no. i didn't even have I didn't even have a good story, so I was thankful that Seth flipped me. I had to borrow your story. Which you was said, a friend's story, actually. Which is you borrowed this story. Now, uh, your story, your friend's story, actually, was uh, at a 21st birthday where a mother was giving a speech about her son. Lovely heartfelt speech. And she had a locket around her neck, didn't yeah, she? Yeah, that she'd been wearing uh, with a photo of her son and been wearing it for, for, you know, since he was born as a baby. It was really cute. She opened it up in front of everyone. She's like, oh, here's the locket. I carry this around. I wear this around my neck. Everyone's like, oh. And she's like, and on the other side, and she held up this little piece of something. Everyone's like, what's, what's that? She's like, hey, it's his foreskin. 
Uh, from when he was circumcised <laughs> as a baby. <laughs> is that what everyone thought? Hey, no, yeah, that's a, that's a, uh, no, no no that is, that. that's no a one, baby foreskin right no. there. <laughs> no she explained, that. She explained what, it was. what it was. Yeah, but yeah, so that was the, that was the story. The fact that uh, so you all got to basically take the story and roll with it, which I think would have got a good response. It would have, yeah, no, um, it would have. But um, you never got that far uh, to to tell the story. So that's the story you were going to tell because I think at the time we we didn't realize we we're going to be on the red chair, so we we're like, oh, sorry, we got. We started panicking. Yeah, and yeah. so there were a couple of stories that we liked, mm. and we were about to get to, but never got to tell that one. Um, just back to the mother, like what? What was the connection? Obviously, I think it was you know, carrying a little bit of a son around. Yeah, we could have kept a bit of umbilical cord. Well, yeah, true, but I guess well, great moment though. I mean, I right. feel like do you find that as a father that every now and again you go. Oh, that's a good video. That's a good photo for for the twenty first. I don't oh, know if I'll ever use any of these yes. or go through as well. But you know, now you'll I'm be like, getting there at your 21st. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a great moment for your twenty first. You know, yeah. let's just embarrass your kids. And but, to them, it's a long way off. But for you, you're like, oh, this will this will come back and haunt. Oh, I've got some stuff because even them, the kids, you know. And as I did as well, you look back at the old stuff. You're like, oh, jeez, look at me. So you're like, hey. And the technology is there now. I can I can use CapCut. I can make this into a video. <laughs> I can edit a video together, mate. <laughs> oh, you, you just are. wait when my kids do. You should just start a montage video and just keep adding new, <laughs> oh, new little clips to it. There's another one for the montage. <laughs> Stop it, Dad. So that's the story. If you want to uh, leave us a message, you can do so. Uh, just text. Ash, we've got an outro now. Oh, sorry. Listen to this. Okay. Okay. You can shush your sweet okay. lips because... If you want to join the Burner Phone podcast, text Burner Phone to 4487 and we'll send you our digits. You could be on tomorrow's episode.